welcome or welcome back to Through Gen Z's Eyes. Before I introduce my guest, I want to talk about the events that occurred on January 6th. People invaded the Capitol, causing five people to die and over a dozen police officers to be injured. Our president encouraged it, and instead of protests, they turned into riots. I'm sorry if you lost a loved one on January 6th, considering it could have been prevented. On that note, let me introduce my guest. Uh, today, I have on Pallavi Rao, a, student at, a graduate student at UBC studying journalism. Hi, how are you? Hi, Gaia. Nice to be on you. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. So, if you were a journalist now, what would you say about what happened at the Capitol? Um, if I was a working journalist, yeah, and not studying. Um, so many things to say about what happened. But, like, aside from the politics, I think it's really important to note that um, despite everything that happened, uh, journalists were still allowed to be in that place and were allowed to report on what was happening. And so that's where you were able to see it. And you and everyone else around the world were able to see what happened on the news live as it happened. And that's just like a very critical part of a democracy, because if you don't have a free press, then stuff like this happens and nobody reports it because nobody's allowed to report it. And then things like people don't take responsibility for it, right? And that's how you gen- you genuinely have coups and attempts to overthrow a demo- elected government. So because these images were beamed live and because everyone could see them, the country was able to stop that from happening. And that's a huge, huge part of why journalism is so important. But having said that, because um, I follow a lot of like journalists on Twitter, it was ter- it would have been terrifying to be a journalist on ground at that time like i'm not sure i would have been brave enough to cover something like that because i know that like a lot of the, the loyalists who were there the trump loyalists who were there are not very welcoming to the press um in fact some of them even carry like they carry a noose as a symbol to because they don't like how the press treats them so I'm not sure how those journalists managed to stand there and, and report in such hostile conditions, but like I'm, I'm, it's a, I'm really impressed that they did it. But I don't think that I like I'm brave enough or ready enough to be able to do that kind of journalism. So yeah, those those are my thoughts on. Yeah, that that must have been scary. I mean, th- there were so many people, and they could have been hurt. So. Thank you to all the journalists who were there covering that because um, it's really important that you informed us. So why? So on that note, you said that you wouldn't be um, ready enough to cover that kind of thing. But why do you want to become a journalist? Like, what if that is the job that you're always assigned to do? <laughs> God, I hope I hope I don't get assigned something like that. But um, why do I want this? The thing is, there are two answers to this, right? There's there are the answers that like got me into graduate school, and then and then there's the real answer, which is um, I I don't I didn't and I still don't really know what I want to do. And journalism is kind of like the catch-all area for people who have a lot of varied interests but don't have a specific like career path because journalism is a little bit of everything there's a little bit of like investigation there's a little there's a little bit of writing there's a little bit of being creative and innovative in how you present the story there's a lot of like tech involved so it's it's the it's the field where <laughs> where you don't if you don't have like a specific career path in mind like if you don't want to be a doctor you don't want to be a lawyer you don't want to be a president for example you kind of end up there because 
it's it's a very welcoming feel for a very diverse set of people to be able to do a job. And so that's why, because I liked writing and I like research to some amount, I thought, yeah, being a journalist would be a good fit. But I, honestly, I'm not like married to the idea. It's not like I want to be a journalist for the rest of my life. That's not that's not the case at all. It is definitely something I like doing. Um, but let's see, let's see how, you know, school goes and how if I get a job and then how that job is like also. Yeah, and would would you be, would you want to be reporting like as a news anchor, or would you want to just uh be uh fact checking and doing the research and sending it into the news anchors? Ooh, so yeah, producer or anchor, back end or front end. I was actually a producer um for two years, and part of that is doing the fact check. Um, the thing is with a news anchor, you don't just kind of become a news anchor you have to be a journalist for something like 10 12 years you have to build credibility you have to be able to um have the responsibility to go out and find stories and like fact check your own stories and present them in a way and then if you're good and you're presentable and like you have a following even like people have seen you be a reporter for a, a few years then the network will elevate you to a news anchor. And then even then you won't get like the cool primetime slots. You won't get like the eight to 10 slot. You'll, you'll get like a small show here, a small show there. And then depending how well you do on that show and how well the ratings are of that show, you might get to two uh, bigger shows and become like a, like a famous news anchor. Uh, there are... It, I, like a lot of people don't make it that far because it's very competitive and it depends a lot on who you know and how you do your journalism and also what kind of journalism you do. So would I want to be a news anchor? Sure. It's kind of, there's a celebrity appeal to it, which I like, but do I have it in me to like slog away for 15 years in the trenches until I get there? I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, we'll see. We'll see once I get back into working. <laughs> Yeah, and you said that you were a producer um, before, so you were in India when you were doing that. So has doing news in India changed your thoughts on doing journalism in America and the differences between how they are led? Oh, yeah, it's it, it's massive, the differences. And it definitely changed, like, my opinion on news. And um, the reason why I decided to, to study over here in the West um, because in India, um, a lot of the ideals of a free press are not followed in practice. Like I've seen it firsthand. I've had an editor walk up to me and tell me to take a story out of the show because the owners of the channel wouldn't like it. I've had my boss tell me to rewrite scripts that I was writing because it, they felt that it was too critical of the government. The channel itself was very pro-government, so like every opportunity the government the, the government by the government i mean the government of india um any opportunity to like put them on a pedestal we had to do that like it wasn't there was no option i couldn't sort of resist and be like hey i don't think this is good journalism it was either do it or leave the job and i i worked at two different companies and the second company was even worse than the first company so after and that's why i quit because i was like this is not like this is not journalism any longer it's just propaganda Right. And because I hadn't really learned um, journalism in its true sense, I kind of learned it, learned it in a very ad hoc kind of way. I thought I should go back to school to like learn the principles and learn the processes in the actual way it's supposed to be done. And 
that's kind of why I went back to graduate school to begin with. Uh, it was either that or leave journalism because it, it's not sustainable in India. If you have your own beliefs in ethics, especially, you are you wouldn't be able to sort of survive in an Indian newsroom. It would be very very difficult. Yeah, I can, I can understand that, and um, that that shows the differences. That shows the. Perf- perspective from someone in India doing journalism and then the differences that um, are in America and Canada. So you um, you traveled from Mumbai to Canada. So how has that been? <laughs> uh, it's been, yeah, it's been equal parts fun and equal parts terrifying. Fun because it's a new adventure. I've never lived in another country. I've never moved to another country and I kind of had to figure it all out on my own. Um, but also terrifying, right? Because if you've never been in a new country, you don't know how they do things there. And I don't just mean like normal practical things. Like, I mean, here they drive on the other side of the road than I'm used to, for example. But there's a lot of like cultural stuff also. And even though I speak English, which is a huge benefit to me to be able to do that, um, a, a lot of things still get lost in cultural mistranslation. And that's what I was most scared of, that I would unwittingly offend someone or cause distress to someone or even say something stupid that would cause people to be like, why are you like this? Or why are you saying this? So that part is terrifying. Um, but now that I'm in quarantine, it's been, yeah, I, I will see. Once we get out of quarantine, I have to like live here for real. And, and then we'll know how good I or bad I am at moving to a different country. Yeah. And uh, you just mentioned that you have to be in quarantine. So, um, can you give people an idea of how that has been in case they haven't traveled and been in quarantine? Oh, God, it's tough. It's tough on your mental health because my quarantine is specifically quite strict. Um, Canada's quarantine rules are quite strict because you're not allowed to meet anyone um, and you're not allowed to see anyone and you're not allowed to be in a space that can be accessed by the public. So I'm shut away in this room. Um, and I have a window which I look out into the world through. And obviously, I have the internet, which is very helpful. But I haven't actually seen another living person in like or been in proximity with them for I think I'm on day 10 now. So for the last 10 days. And it really kind of I didn't think I, I thought I'd managed it pretty well. Because when I was in India, we also had a very strict lockdown. But at that time, I was with my family. But now I'm alone. And I thought I'd manage it really well, but it's like most days I'm not even I kind of wake up in the morning and the next thing I know it's nighttime, but not in like a good busy way. Like I'm not being productive. I'm not doing anything. I'm watching a lot of crap on TV. I'm just like, there are days when I'm like, I would literally like give my soul to just go like see someone else close by. Um, and then I have to reassure myself and be like, no, it's okay. You just got like X number of days left. So yeah, it's, it is hard. I would recommend if you have to ever quarantine, quarantine with someone, like just don't do it alone. If you, if you don't have to. Yeah. And quarantining must be like tough because you're all alone. It can affect your mental health. And you just gave uh, many examples on that, but also, um, you have to note that it's, it's, saving other people's lives you know like you're not you're not spreading it you're not putting anyone else at risk and that must be one of the pluses from being in quarantine so i would like to thank yeah yeah i would like to thank halavi rao for joining me today i would like to thank zahara bali for editing all these episodes 
Um, I would like to thank Smith and Patel for helping me start up this podcast. I would like to thank everyone who's inspired me, like my family and my teacher, who gives me new ideas every day in class. And I would like to thank you for helping me search through this topic from a Gen Z's eyes. Please make sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time.